Pepper's going to giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's episode nine slash unknown again. Yeah. Hour sports. yeah I, I hope you I, listen. I saw we had record numbers on the previous <laughs> podcast. You got to go give that a shit. Go, go give that a look. Uh, we're mocking one through 16 in the upcoming 2021 NFL draft. Today, we'll be going through 17 to 32. We've had a bit of a mishap with the <laughs> usual guests, so we we switched things up a little bit, and we've got a surprise guest for you. You'll hear his voice shortly. <laughs> um, so we're going to start here today at 17 with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, but first I'm just going to run you through the first eight picks of what we've already accomplished so far, and then Kyle will finish it. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence went first to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Justin Fields went second to the Jets. Trey Lance third. Zach Wilson, fourth to the Falcons. Penny Sewell over Jamar Chase to the Bengals. Jamar then went to Miami. Micah Parsons went to Detroit because Detroit needs anybody that can play football. (laughs) Kyle Pitts, because he's still there, went to help Sam Darnold in Carolina. J.C. Horn went to Denver. Uh, They don't really need much. Denver's got a good roster. They could use a quarterback, but they need another good secondary player. J.C. Horn's great. Patrick Sertan's been knocked (laughs) to Dallas. That's where he ended up going. Rashawn Slater, again, another guy that fell later than I think he will to 11, went to New York. Got to give Daniel Jones every chance he's fucking got. Jalen Waddell went to Philadelphia Eagles. Howie Roseman will be fired the night after the draft. Trayvon Morig went 13. That's a reach to the Chargers. They, hey, Derwin James is never healthy. They need a safety. Oh, I'm just keep. I guess I just decided to keep going. I was gonna say either you have a real bad memory and you forgot that I was gonna go nine through sixteen, or we have incredibly similar voices. But you are rolling, so keep it going. I think I think it's because I was such a I was on such a roll. I kind yeah, of forgot about absolutely. It. Memory's terrible. Jalen <laughs> Phillips. You know, if you think he's the best pass rusher, the Vikings need one of those guys. Apparently, uh, the whatever his name is, the Hunter, whatever his name is, the scary guy for the for the Vikings. That pass rusher is upset about his top five defensive end contract, even though he doesn't produce like anything. So he's mad. So take another edge. You need one. Jeremiah Uskormoa, great player. You know, another boring linebacker pick for. <laughs> New England. He's not a boring player, but that's very New England. Take him, why don't you? And then Devontae Smith went 16 to the Arizona Cardinals. I've heard that they want to give Kyler Murray every chance he has, too, just to be, like, extremely successful. So why the hell not, right? What? Yeah. I mean, why why not? Every chance? Who don't they have, though? I mean, they got some weapons. They got some weapons. They don't have a running back. Uh, No, not not well (laughs) Didn't James Conner just sign or something? James Conner did just sign with them. Him yeah. and, him and uh, Chase Edmonds. James Conner has also struggled to stay on the field. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. They could trade well, down. I could see I them trading. Say, I was going to talk about Kenyon Drake here because I don't know what the – I mean, for him, smart. He took a shit ton of money to go – He got the bag, dude. Back up someone for Las Vegas. So, what the hell is Las Vegas doing? But – Good for Kenyon Drake. I mean, I don't know. Good for him. So I'm assuming that after that signing of Kenyon Drake and still having Josh Jacobs, I think that uh, for Las Vegas, I think Trev might go go Najee Harris here. That would be very Las Vegas, wouldn't it? That would be horrid. 
But those are the first 16 picks of what we've done yeah. so far, like I said. If you didn't hear everything I said, go listen to the first one, picks <laughs> 1 through 16. Then come back right here where we'll finish it off for you. So now I'll introduce the guests, the, the single guest, the usual. Kyle Lobato is here. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Kyle, it's nice It's nice to have you back. Thank you. Nice As to have always. you back, Vin Dog. It's good to be back. And then we have our, our, our next guest here. He's been on the podcast before. Sure has. He's very uh, studious. <laughs> he knows exactly. You know, you know, he, 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 he's probably going to give the best explanations of any of his picks. Out of all the, of through the next 16 out of all yeah. of us. I'd like to introduce Mr. Trevor Fulton to the podcast. Woo! Hey, thanks for having me, boys. Appreciate it. Happy Trevor, 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 how was your Tuesday? Uh, it was a solid day, you know? Nothing to complain about. Yep. Same here, same here. Now there's absolutely nothing to complain about. I'm talking draft. That's right. Doesn't get much better than this. It's one of the most exciting times of the year. It really is. So, Trevor, why don't you fire us up here? Whoa! 17th overall pick. The Las Ooh. Vegas Raiders are going to select who and for what reason, Trevor? You know, I'm very happy I get to start things off. Uh, not super stoked that I have to start with the Raiders. Um, I'll be honest, I don't know much about them. But what I do know is they had an exodus at O-line um, in this offseason. So because of that, they're going to take Tevin Jenkins, the tackle from Oklahoma State. Woo! Um, they need a right tackle bad. They traded Trent Brown. I mean, this dude is a bear. I've watched some of his highlights. He is physical as all get out. I mean, they got a huge hole on the line. You're right. With a big dude. So. You're right. Mass exodus. I was surprised. I thought Tevin Jenkins was potentially going to be your pick at 29. For the you know, I. Packers. But I was maybe expecting Darisaw, but Tevin Jenkins, I like <laughs> a little more. That's impressive. I, I like it a lot, Trevor. So the reason I went Jenkins over Darisaw is he can play right or left tackle. So I think that versatility is advantageous for the Raiders. Love it. Well, see, I was gonna, I was gonna go O line for this next next pick here for the Dolphins. You know, I, I think there's a lot of options here at 18 for the Dolphins. A lot of the fanboys want Najee. I would prefer that not to happen. Um, I think they probably go O line, and I, I'm gonna go Elijah Vera Tucker. I think I think we're gonna go with Elijah Vera Tucker. Is that back to back USC guys in the first round for offensive lineman oh, for the Dolphins? Yeah, yes for for our it second would be. our second yeah. pick in the first round. Yes, back to back USC lineman. In the first round for those Miami Dolphins, huh? Fins, yep. It's going to be a roster full of Bama players and USC players. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but it's going to happen. I mean, you're getting athletes at the very least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elijah Vera Tucker people are excited about, huh? Yeah. That's a good pick. You need you need that. You've already yeah. got your – I mean, that's a, that, if you guys walk away with Jamar Chase and Tucker, I think that you'll be very pleased. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think you just – do what you can to protect Tua. Uh, they, I mean, they already got right. So today we just traded Eric Flowers. Uh, some people are thinking that's 
because they would like to take Penne if he's available at six. Uh, I'm not convinced about that, but um, it does open up a spot potentially for another O-line pick. So I'm all for it. I, I, I see no issues with stacking up in the, in the trenches. So I have no but, issues with that either. Now I'm just, now you just got me thinking about that six pick mm-hmm. and say Penny's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about it then. Would you take Slater there? Would you take Chase there? Would you trade, like, see if you can trade down with Denver, get Slater well, at nine? I don't know. I, I, Slater would go to Carolina probably. If probably. I think I think at six, they, my guess, I have no clue, obviously, but if you, right, they traded down to 12 at the beginning, then traded back up to six. I think you trade up to six with – Probably two, three guys in mind, knowing that at the very least, the top three will be quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And then those three guys who obviously will not be quarterbacks, one of those three will be available. So that's my thinking and the reasoning behind that. And I, I'm going to assume it's Chase, Sewell, or Pitts. One of the three will be available, but, you know, we'll see. And if one of them's not an O-lineman at six, I, I think they go O-lineman at 18. I agree with that. I think I think they're going receiver there since Penny's gone, and then you get your tackle. Although T- Tucker's probably going to play guard, right? Is that correct? Probably. Uh, it it depends on Robert Hunt if they're going to kick him out to tackle or guard. We'll see. Uh, yeah, because if he does play guard, although as a rookie starting at guard, not so bad. But no, if he's if he is a, a lifer guard, it's a little high. Sure. Right? little bit, unless he's Quentin Nelson. You, you agreed. However, I, I do think they would like Robert Hunt inside a guard and then hopefully have Tucker outside. But, you, you know, uh, who knows? That's, I Take think, linemen. Take a versatile I think Tucker's lineman. versatile enough that he can yeah. bump outside if they need him to. Definitely. That's probably true. So now we're going to move to 19, and this mm-hmm. is where Jason Jason – would be making a pick and yeah. I know that he would have problems here. We need to have a conversation about this pick 19 to Washington. Uh, the update everyone what happened to Jason here. I don't, I think we, Jason, it, Jason but, got know, home but... from his baseball game and some woman apparently ran into his power line. <laughs> <laughs> so his house is without power and his phone was at 12%. So he's not going to be joining us today. So we're doing group picks for, for Jason. We're doing, we're doing group picks for Jason. And one of those picks that we're going to have to be using the group pick on is 19 here. Yes. And just to remind everybody of who's still on the board, we have uh, Christian Barmore, the defensive lineman. We have Mac Jones, the quarterback from Alabama. We've got Greg Newsom. We've got a bunch of receivers. We've still got Caleb Farley. There's edge rushers, although that's not something Washington needs. No. no it is so not. who's going to say it here? I think I'll say it. I think that the, the pick here should be this Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. Oh, I was say, it's Mac Jones. All right. Okay, because if Jason was here, I don't think that he'd be really willing to just walk and say, oh, okay, Mac I hate Jones. Mac Jones, but this is where he's going to go. Yeah. Well, but Jason we're saying it still. We're yep. saying it. Yep. So we all we all agree, I guess. Huh? I think so. I think if yeah. Mac Jones doesn't go to the football team, I think he's going next pick to the Bears. So I, I mean, I think what they, <laughs> what the hell would be the reason they don't take Mac Jones? I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I they made they went to the playoffs with Alex Smith on one leg and were competitive. And Heineke. 
Yeah, I mean, Matt <laughs> Jones, he can do everything Alex Smith can do. And they just, they signed Fitzy, so yeah, clearly so... that's not the long-term plan. No, so. it is not. <laughs> okay, they're going to take Mac Jones finally at 19. I like that. I like that a lot. It makes that makes my next pick here at twenty to the Bears. I don't. The last yeah. team I want to pick for is the Bears. I'm tempted to give him Travis Etienne. Mac Jones went nineteen to Washington. I think that would have been probably the pick for the Bears too. No. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think so. Okay. Well, they just left. They just let uh, Kyle Fuller walk, and now he's on Denver, right? The Bears. So yeah, I think I I think here then it's pretty simple. I I think that the receivers that are going to go here are gone. That early are gone. Yeah, their defense is is still a dirty defense. They need offensive linemen, but their offensive line has never been a huge issue. Even though the defense is set, you can never have too many defensive backs in my opinion. And they left they let their best one walk. So here I'm going to go. I'm going to go Greg Newsom. He stays in Illinois. All right. That's a good pick for them. I like it. He stays in Illinois. Smart, good player. Part of the reason that defense was so good. They were good, man. If you ever got a chance to watch Northwestern football, which probably not too many people did, their defense was legit. They 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 were good. Good, so, enough, good enough to stymie Ohio State in that stymie, quarterback yeah, that they, they were. championship. And when you think about the talent that Ohio State has at wide receiver, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just another plus for Greg. It is a plus for Greg. Absolutely. To compete at a high, high level against good, good competition. Yes. All right, Colts. Indy. Who's going to Indy? Now, this is one where I think if Greg Newsom gets to Indy, I think that's who they pick. They take him. Just because Xavier Rhodes is aging, um, and it's already an elite defense, but if you have that lockdown corner, it can make you all time. Um, however, the Colts big splash went and got Carson Wentz. It sure did. They don't really have any explosive weapons for him on offense. Ty, I know they re-signed him, but he's not really what he used to he's not be. Insane, no. Um, Michael Pittman really isn't, I mean, he's, I think a good number two, but I don't think he can be a number one for them. So I'm going to go and get Carson Wentz, a great wide receiver. Yeah. Who I had the privilege to watch. Deami Brown. For a couple of years. Deami Brown. Rashad Bateman goes to Indy. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Rashad. He is five picks worse than Devontae Smith. Is that right? Absolutely. Should be yeah. closer. Wow. I'm telling you, man. He he's he could play he's NFL ready this second. He could go on a team's start right away, no doubt I was about gonna it. Say, he's so polished. He's just he's just ready. You could tell watching him. I'm, i I would love for the Colts to go snag him. That would be great. And I think that's a situation where he can go in and be successful immediately, too. Yeah. Like, he can go in and be the number one wide receiver day mm-hmm. one. Yep. How many games did he play this year? Um, four? Four or five. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a good player. Good player. You don't like him, Ben? <laughs> I, I just get, I just get, I just get a little scared doing that. Twenty-one. You know, there's been a lot of, there've been a few hits at twenty-one with receiver, and then there's been quite a few duds. I just get a little nervous, especially a Minnesota guy. You know, I'm a big, I'm a Gopher fan, but hell, man. When's the last? I mean, Eric Decker. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm not, you know, Rashad Bateman's not Eric Decker. I like it. They need that too, right? They do. Yeah. Chris, Michael Pittman wasn't a disappointment, but it didn't seem like he's going to be the future. Yeah. The future number one. Sure. So sure, I like Rashad Bateman. Oh yeah. <laughs> you sound convinced. I'm convinced. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, on to the the Titans here. Um, you know, I, I think last mock draft I had the Titans snagging Rashad Bateman. Uh, he doesn't fall here. <sighs> you can't forget, didn't they just cut their first round pick last year? Isaiah Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, they didn't cut him. Uh, the Dolphins signed him. They well, they traded for him, and then the Dolphins cut him two days later. Oh. Don't want to talk about it. But it's fine. I mean, the Titans <laughs> at least got some return on that. Yeah, they got. I think. Yeah, I think. Literally, they clearly knew what was going on, so they said, "Send us seventh round pick. We'll give you our first round pick." Dolphins, heck yeah. He's out partying the next day, and then I get an update a day later. I think it was two days after we signed. You know, we traded for him, and he was cut. So that's good. But I think they do go. Another offensive lineman go get uh, Christian Dersaw. Um, it's a good pick. Just, just yeah, I I don't I don't know if he falls that far, but if he does, that's a need for them clearly. So might as well, maybe uh, Derrick Henry pushing two thousand this year. Who knows? Phenomenal selection. Yeah, we like it. We're on board. I think that that's a good selection. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's hear. just the case of like. The best player available yeah. happens to be at a position that you could use. Yeah, so. it's a good good fit. I'm all for it. Hopefully, he's not a part yeah. of Isaiah Wilson. That is exactly what you're looking for, Trev. Best player yeah. available is a position of need. I mean, you don't, you know, if that's how it falls, then that's that's something to be happy about. Then don't overthink it. Just, yeah, just right. go get him. Go yeah. get him. Go get him. We're back to one of Jason's picks here at 23, the Jets. Their second pick of the draft here so far in the first oh, round. Boy. You know, they could go any which way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, the Jets are. <laughs> I don't know. Lord only knows. They could go any which way. How? What does their board look like in terms of best available? Because that's where they go here. Probably. Yeah. So we don't know what that is. I see. I keep seeing ETN, or you know, and these running backs going up here, and I'm just like, That's why? Just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, just like, if it's why? a need, it's just not going to happen. And it, it and it is because I don't, I don't know who's going to tote the rock there for Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. But it's just not where it's going to happen here at 23. Yeah. No, with your you're going to turn Jamal Adams into Travis. You're just not. You're just not going to do that. You're going to get a a premium position player, a premium player, which in my opinion is defensive backs, edge rushers, 
tackles. I think they go edge rusher. That's about it. I agree. Since we've only had one edge rusher go, yeah, I think that that's probably where they would go. Now, so then who do they the question? Who do they have ranked the highest? And is Aziz Ojolari another one of those Georgia guys who's just skinny and lanky? Uh, actually, the opposite of him. He's kind he's, of a stocky guy. He is. Yeah. He's no. He's no Leonard Floyd. No opposite okay. of that. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, June sixteenth, two thousand. Okay, cool. Six three two forty. Six three two forty. Yep. So yeah, he's he's not six six one ninety five. No. No, he's not. He's not six six one ninety five. Thank God. Either way, according to most mock drafts, I think that the first the first edge rusher that's going to go is going to be Quiddy Pay. Yep. That was my pick here, but I. The fact I was that he's still say, on the I board at 23. If we're going to go edge here, I think we go Quiddy Pay okay, over yeah. Ojalari. We agree too much, guys, here. Quiddy yeah. Pay goes 23 to the Jets. Maybe, maybe, we should, maybe we should just draft for all the teams. Just as a group. Just as a group. Yeah. I mean, we might have a problem. We might have a problem at two with uh, Fields. Sorry, but we can we can we can work through that. Yep. Hey, I I am a Justin Fields believer. No, thank you, Trevor. Kyle I wish we had, I I wish we had some time. Trevor. I wish we had some time to get into that. Into that one, yeah. Somebody sent me my stack guy sent me a <laughs> uh, a pretty cool a pretty cool thing. There's been 29 quarterbacks in the history of the NFL that have been traded up for. You trade up to go get that quarterback. Okay. There's only been 29 of those guys. I was looking at the quarterbacks since 2017 because before 2017, the the best two quarterbacks that were traded up for, get this, the best two quarterbacks, in my judgment, that were traded up for were Michael Vick and Joe Flacco. The best two. Good start. In the history of the league, up until 2017, you get to more recent, and you see players like Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. You see a a trend now where Mitchell Trubisky, guy, (laughs) Trubisky is in that list. Um, He's at the bottom of the list with Josh Rose with Josh Rosen. Yeah. Yep. But those are the worst two. There were yeah. eight. There were two. Yeah, there were eight. There were, there were you, eight. Yeah, you listed off some pretty high quality names there. So. so I'm just saying that I think that maybe when teams see something nowadays where they believe that that guy has what they are looking for and can accomplish something with him, I think they go with him. all these rule changes and how complex offenses have gotten, complex in the in the in terms of how the defense has to play them, but easy in the way that offenses get to play them. If you see something in a quarterback that you believe can can help your team a lot and you can make him successful, I think teams are getting a little bit better at deciding who those players are and making better decisions. Yes. What, and I don't even know why we were talking about I, mean, I was about to ask what – because we were talking about Jets here. They they yeah, didn't trade up. They, they, yeah. Justin the Niners did. situation, but – The Niners did, so – The Niners now. did. The Niners did. I guess what I'm saying is it makes a little more sense. So the 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 Niners traded up. They 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 say they have two guys. I I saw Kyle Shanahan said there's five guys they feel comfortable. Yeah, that's hey. If you give up what they give up 
to move up to three, they know exactly who they want. That's what I say. They know. I think. Exactly I think that it had to be between two guys. At, at yeah. the At the most, two guys. I. I would. Wouldn't be shocked if it's just one guy. I mean, they gave up so much to move up to three. I. I yeah, just you don't move up. Believe. You don't move up to three and give away what they gave away. To be undecided, unless they're so confident in two two guys, I I I just I find it hard to believe that they had just a, a group of guys. They're like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, that just you don't, you it don't just doesn't make sense. No, it wouldn't have made. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You know, two two. I guess I could see because we're not exactly sure where the Jets are gonna go. I know everyone yeah. thinks it's Wilson, but maybe who knows and. They get the other guy who they the Jets don't take, so maybe I don't know. On two players that they are, I think San about. I think San Francisco would be happy with Lance or Wilson. If we need to, we can. Yeah, whatever. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Okay, we had a, a little bit of we had some technical <laughs> difficulties there. We were talking about the quarterbacks at three and two yeah. and all the trading. That's not why we're here. All right, we're on to the, the Steelers here. Yeah, we just what? had Quiddy pay just, to the we, Jets. Yes, we just had Quiddy pay to the Jets, falling all the way to 23. So now we're on to the Steelers at pick 24. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's dive into the Steelers a little bit here. Sure. This will be good. Steelers, you know, it's an interesting situation. For such yeah. a good team, they actually have a lot of – a lot of needs, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They need offensive linemen. Benny Snell is not the guy. I was going to yep, say, if running we, back. Were, we were just saying how, you know, the, not many running backs go in this kind of range, and it, it wouldn't be the smartest. If there's any team in this range of, of early to mid-20s here that would take a running back, it would be the Steelers. I and mean, they That's have definitely no Pittsburgh. one. Because on on offense, let's just look at the offense. As that defense yeah. is nasty. Right. They need linemen. They could use a lineman anywhere. We've already yep. had Darius gone. Tucker's yep. gone. Jenkins is gone. A lot of Rashawn and Penny are obviously gone. So the 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 best linemen of the draft are gone. It's kind of early if you're talking about any of those other guys. Yeah. Probably. I mean, you if you if they really think that Caleb Farley's back is fine, I could see him going Farley here. Mm-hmm. But just for the sake of it, just for shits and giggles, I'm 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 giving Najee Harris. All right, to the Philadelphia Steelers. Doesn't he just? Doesn't he just? Doesn't he just sound like a kind of guy who would be a Steeler? <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> he said the oh, uh, Philadelphia Steelers. But oh, yeah, we, yeah, the we Pittsburgh Steelers, same yeah. state. But yeah. It yeah. makes a lot of sense. I mean, Pittsburgh it, it does. I they're think... trying to find the next Le'Veon Bell, and I feel like Najee's skill set is the closest thing to I, see, that. I, I said we took in last mock draft. We said the same thing, but we said ETN. So we had ETN go. But I I do agree. I think running back. I don't know if they're going to do it or not, but I think that would be the move. And what? Okay, where would you rank? These guys just not based off off a team, but just pure talent with the running backs between Najee and ETN. Who would you have first? I'd probably Ooh. rather have ETN. Okay. Um, 
I always liked Etienne more. Yeah. But I would say as of now, Najee. I, I think I'm with you. I think I would take Najee over Etienne, but I I think fit does have a lot to do with it. So Absolutely. And Najee showed that he could he could he could catch the ball and make plays that way too. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Just like Etienne's been doing for his whole career. His whole, so yeah, his whole career Clemson. Yep. Why well, one I, issue I have Yeah. Go ahead, Lynn. I was just gonna say Najee has risen and it yeah. seems like he has passed ETN on a lot of boards. Yeah. After this most recent season. Yep. Yeah, and I think but I was gonna say the one issue I have with Travis is the fumbles. And he had problems with that this year as well. Yeah. So I think I mean that might be like the only thing that's kinda holding him back. Yeah. But I think they're both good players, and if they go to the right spot, I think they'll both be successful. I think, yeah, really good. All right, on Jacksonville here. Jacksonville, who they, they go with after uh, good old Trevor. So yeah, I was kind of thinking about this one, and I was like, if they get Trevor Lawrence, uh-huh. which they're going to, yeah, this draft is a success. Yep. Oh yeah. So this this pick like. Ten years from now, when Trevor Lawrence is a franchise quarterback, this pick won't be relevant. It won't matter. Um, and kind of with that in mind, take a I kicker. Was, I'm not going to take a kicker. I'm going to take kind of a project edge guy. Um, the Jaguars were second to last in the NFL in sacks last year. They only had 18 as a team. So I think they're going to go get Jason Oway. All right. I mean, he's a freak athlete. He ran sub 4-4 at like 6'5", 260. That's ridiculous. I mean, he's an alien. That is – oh, man. 6'5", like 250. Oh, Lord. They got Trevor, they got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. You can afford to take a risk Some here. Sort of risk. And they need, they need a pass rush. So mm-hmm. I think you go get a guy whose ceiling is just – I mean, it's insanely high. Yeah. That's like frightening. It. I did not know he ran in the four threes. Yeah. That's frightening. That's incredible. And it was a smooth sub four four. Like he wasn't like, you know, gritting his teeth or whatever. He just cruised through it. Wow. You're starting to you're starting to get up into Rashawn Gary territory there, Jason Oway. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a fun little fact him. about Rashawn Gary then. Let's hear it. So everybody I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people, big fans of Quiddy Pay this year. Quiddy Pay and Rashawn Gary are the same age. And Quiddy Pay will be a rookie this coming season, and Rashawn will be going into his third year. That is just great. I love how I love how the Packers have for since Goody mostly have taken such young athletes. You look, Darnell Savage, when he was drafted, was incredibly young. Jair was young. Rashawn was obviously just said very young. I just love, I love the grabbing these athletic young players, especially since we already have such a good team. Oh, that's great. Rashawn was, Rashawn was maybe our best pass rusher towards the end of the year. Uh, yeah, potentially. I, I mean, mean, he, I mean, he was, he was up there. He was, he was, he was at least second. I mean, he made Preston Smith expendable. I mean, I know we brought him back, but there was 
I mean, when the season ended, everybody was pretty much ready to say, they, they were ready to send to him move off. On. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he still will be sent off. It just okay. it wasn't required this year, but that's he'll be correct. Gone. That's exactly what it is. He will be gone. All right. All right. On to uh, the the Browns here. Cleveland. Cleveland. I... Hometown draft pick this will be because they will be yeah. in Cleveland for the draft. Or whoever's picked here will be able to celebrate if he's at the draft in Cleveland. And yeah, that'll be exciting. This has got to be one of the latest picks Cleveland's had no in, doubt. oh man, like decades. It's gonna feel forever for these fans. They are used to those top five picks. Um, <laughs> so right, they just got Clowney. I think they probably just need another corner opposite of Denzel Ward, who I think is a little underrated. I, I really like Denzel Ward a lot. Um, I think they're gonna go Caleb Farley. I was kind of between because of the back issue with him. I was kind of between him and Asante Samuel Jr. But I think Farley is just a better player, and you take that risk. So I'm going to go Caleb Farley with with the 26 pick. Yeah, you know they do need that. That secondary does have quite a few holes, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not a good secondary. Yep, it's not a good secondary. I I think that if I were here, I probably would have would have really tried to consider as best I can and probably would have talked myself into reaching for a linebacker. Yeah. I would have talked myself because that, that, that Davis kid from Kentucky is incredibly athletic. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, Bolton was maybe a little reach. I don't, I don't know exactly where they pick next. The thing with linebackers is in my eyes, linebackers are like the running backs of a defense. Mm-hmm. They're kind of expendable, and usually you can make do in the later rounds with guys. The third round pick, yeah, just find kind of yeah. a, a what the what the what the Packers do every single year: draft like fifth, sixth round linebackers, throw them in there. I actually or, think we got a couple good ones out of that though. Last well, year, well, I'm then. sure you're a huge fan of Kamal Martin. <laughs> he. <laughs> He showed flashes of brilliance, but he also, I mean, he was whatever, a fifth-round rookie. It yeah, showed I, at times. So Yeah, that's true. But I, I don't know. But for me, watching him here, it was a little similar to that. There's just flashes of where, like, whoa, he's he's good. But he also was hurt constantly Always. over yeah. here. So, you know, right, Vin? Best assets, availability? Best assets, availability, so, baby. I mean, but you yeah. know, you're right though. He was fifth round pick. If he showed flashes, there's something to be excited about with him. There's something to be if, if a fifth round pick gets on the roster, starts yeah. and shows flashes. It's a phenomenal pick. Yeah, so, exactly. It's a phenomenal pick. Well, my guy. If we're talking Green Bay Packer linebackers, my guy Ty Summers. I'm rocking with him. Oh gosh, man. that's my guy. <laughs> that's not the guy to rock with. <laughs> Chris Barnes. Oh, good lord, dude! Chris Barnes was good because <laughs> he had to play, but he was actually good, Ben. You know, I He's guess the highest guess rated you're, you're rookie linebacker. At, you're looking at it at a, at a different scale than I am. Yes, okay. Yeah, I, I suppose good is relative. I, I guess my problem is Trevor that I was at, I was at the last game of the year for the Green uh-huh. Bay Packers. 
And there was a considerable difference between our linebacker play and the linebacker play of the Buccaneers. Okay, well, the well, Buccaneers okay. have considerable two of the best linebackers considerable in difference, And I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call them Devin White and Levante David expendable. I think they're keys. I think they made some great plays. And I'm still haunted by what I saw Leonard Fournette do. <laughs> he, would, he would walk for 12 yards. Okay, this is fair. This but I would literally argue... walk for 12 yards. And I, I, we keep saying we need defensive line, defensive line. I mean, we got Kenny Clark and we've got three good edge, I mean, edge guys. And Preston Smith can't make a single play against the run. But Rashawn and Spears yeah, he's can. useless. <laughs> we, keep, we keep bringing this all back to the Packers. I'm sorry. That's See, you got two track. Packer guys. In here. It's, it's hometown. No, no big deal. But geez, I'm sure most listeners are enjoying it. So most listeners are Packer fans. <laughs> but geez, yeah. But here you're. I mean, Devin White's what you went fifth overall, and yeah, I would argue oh. that like Tampa's linebacker situation is kind of an outlier. Yeah, I mean, I would, I wouldn't disagree with that. At like all. Tampa has those guys. San Francisco has Fred Warner. Yeah, oh, and well, then look it's kind of like I mean, who else if, has if those that are the outliers? Right I sure as fuck want to be an outlier. Well, of <laughs> yeah. course, but yeah, <laughs> of course, but I don't think. Yeah, I just don't know if it's the chances of getting that guy are so slim. No, yeah. Devin Devin White is not available at this draft in in this draft at 26. That's for damn Correct. Sure. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so, yeah, I I understand that. I understand that. It'd be nice to spend it'd be nice to spend a top 3 round pick on one in my opinion here to this this year. I think we'll have an opportunity to do that. I think we will. Anyways, Let's All go right. to twenty. Let's go to twenty-seven now. That's a group pick. Group with pick. The Baltimore Ravens. Okay, it's got to be a wide this. receiver, right? I was gonna say. Oh. I think clearly no receivers want to play for this team, so you have to force someone to, which is through the draft. So I think yeah. I mean, right? You have to go receiver. Yeah, you, you you could go receiver. You could also. I mean, who knows? Tomorrow morning we could wake up and Julio Jones could be a Raven. That's I mean, that that's is true. very true. That's, so, that's you know, another way we, to force them, you know. So that's another way to force a receiver onto the roster. <laughs> I know I, I personally here would probably not go Elijah Moore. I'm a fan of Elijah Moore. I just think that specifically Lamar in that kind of run, and I, I think that Terrence Marshall would be a better pick. That's what I was going to say, Then I think Terrence Marshall – is, and the fact that he was he in the four fits. threes too, I mean he's six three, two hundred something, and he was in the four threes too, wasn't he? Um, don't know exactly what his time is, but if you're, comp- I think it would probably be between Elijah Moore and Ter- Terrence Marshall, and they already have an Elijah Moore. In they Hollywood. do. That's what I was. You know, like, well, they, you know, they do have a, they do have a, they do have an Elijah Moore in terms of stature, but in terms of how they might find their most production. I think Marquise Brown and Elijah Moore are maybe kind of opposites, you know, in that way. You know, I think Elijah Moore can can be effective deep, but I think that he could be extremely effective running those short and intermediate routes too. I mean, I think both could if they had that deep That's probably threat. True. But I think you if, if you're looking for someone to not be going deep every time, why not go Terrence Marshall? Yeah, yeah I, I like. And I just looked it up. I just looked it up. He ran a, at six foot three. He ran a four three eight. So he doesn't lack speed. No, no. He definitely doesn't lack speed. He's a yeah. I mean, there are a lot He's of great. Wide that's receivers. a big. 
that's a big receiver at six three. So there are a lot of great receivers that run in high four fours, mm-hmm. low four fives. Great yeah. receivers. Oh yeah. I mean, what is Adam? What did Adams run? Devonte? What did DeAndre Hopkins run? You know what I mean? So that's Terrence. Yeah, I think that's the pick here. Then I'm in. Yeah, I am too. Probably not too many mocks having Terrence Marshall before Elijah Moore, but I think I our think, logic plays out. I think with Ter- the one thing that maybe is going for Terrence Marshall is we don't really know what his ceiling is. Uh-huh. Like, I think we've seen the best of Elijah Moore and we've seen what he's capable of. Terrence Marshall was never the number one guy at LSU. Right. So I don't think we really know what he could be. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, he's six yeah. three, and he runs sub four four. Like he's just a freak. Yeah, he had a similar situation to Rashad Bateman this year, right? The team wasn't the team wasn't as good, and he he left halfway through the season, didn't he? I think he did. I yeah, know Jamar I, Chase sat out. Yeah, so so this did. year, this year wouldn't this year Terrence would have been the number one all year, but the team wasn't as good. They had injuries. They, their quarterback, quarterback issues at LSU was terrible, terrible quarterback. Wow, was it and bad? I don't even. I don't think he made it through the whole season. I think he pulled a Rashad and and quit. Well, if he did, good for him. Yeah, I don't blame him. Get out, you know, <laughs> no, it's only going to hurt your draft stock. I mean, you're going to be a first round pick, so yeah. just. Yeah, I like him at twenty seven. I like him a lot at twenty seven. Good pick. Okay, we're going to move on to 28 now. New Orleans Saints. New Orleans. Uh, what are we doing? I want to pick for, you know, the Bears. God damn it. The fucking Saints. Jeez, the weeds. Let's go into it, though. I like diving into the teams before I make my pick here. It's kind of fun. Give everybody a little backstory. <laughs> so, Emmanuel Sanders is gone. Yep. Uh, Michael Thomas. Punch you know, guys. He, he might be he might be the Justin Bieber or no, not Justin Bieber. Who he's the Miley Cyrus of the NFL, let's say maybe. Just you kinda know, like there's a there's a high there's a high percentage chance in my opinion that he is just gonna flame out. So he hits injuries I and mean, anger it's issues. that way, isn't it? Big time mate. What a idiot. You know, he finally I, gets I, I, back. Punches How can you not like the guy? The you know, he's a great. Yeah, maybe not. I like Michael Thomas. But, I do too. But geez, Louise, what did he? What happened to him this year? Um, he did not play in many games, and I mean, he was hurt in most of the games he played in. But then he gets back and he punches his own teammate in the face, and he's suspended. It, he he just had a, a year to forget. So you know, I I hope he's learned his lesson coming back healthy ready to go but i don't know i would i wouldn't bet on it and if emmanuel sanders is out too this isn't my pick but go ahead vin is, okay is this yours right this is my pick here yeah. for the saints yeah okay with all that said i don't think that 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 uh sean payton necessarily believes Oh, I need to spend a first round draft pick here on a receiver if I wanna if I need if I'm gonna want my offense to move at all. They they basically have Michael Thomas and another receiver in Alvin Kamara that are effective. Fair enough. I don't think that that's the pick here. I think that they're actually gonna go and I am gonna do what I like to do. This is my pick. If I'm the Saints, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take a six foot five linebacker who's two hundred and sixty pounds and also can cover. I'm gonna take Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. 
He's flying up draft boards. He had the second highest, um, I believe he had the second highest coverage grade at tall, uh, in college football this year. At six foot five, 260 pounds. So he's versatile. He's huge. Mm-hmm. I think I think that this is a good pick for them. Okay. Um, I don't think that Elijah Moore, I don't think that Elijah Moore needs to go to the Saints. I don't even know if he's a first round talent. I, I mean, I don't know either, but uh, I, think, I feel like it's a little reach, but. I don't love Zayvon Collins here, but I also don't really know what I would do instead. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess maybe a corner. I know the Saints could use that. I'm not, really... I'm not, I'm not, hu- I'm not massively high on Asante Samuel either, although I do like him. In certain situations, I'm uh-huh. extremely high on his. What is he? 5'10, 175, 180. But he's a dog, man. He's a dog. He is. He's, got, he's got all his. He's got all his papa's ball skills. <laughs> he's so really I do, good. I do, I do like Asante in a lot of situations. Wink, wink. But uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't think that I don't think that it's something the Saints are going to prioritize, especially especially when they get to play. Uh, and I'm just gonna bring it back. They get to play Tampa twice a year, and they get to see they get to see they get to see what their linebackers do. Yeah, I think that maybe this is the pick for them. And and uh, what's their what's their great veteran's name? He's not getting any younger. That linebacker there, uh, the Saints. Come on, somebody's got to know him. Someone. I don't. Their linebacker. Yeah, Demario. The only Davis. linebacker I can think of from that Demario is... Davis. Is he on there? Is he? Sorry, yeah, sorry. We Mark, are. We're going to take a quick second. I we are. I, I think. Yeah, I think Demario right. Davis. Yeah. Demario Davis is, okay. their, is their stud team captain, veteran, middle linebacker. He's awesome, but he is 32. Fair. And you you can't, you can't, I mean, you can have two good linebackers. And plus, David Collins yeah. can do more than Demario Davis can. So. Give it, give him to me. Give me the six foot five, three hundred pound athlete that can All cover. Right. Okay. I before we move on, I just want to say I think this pick for the Saints is a prime opportunity for them to move down. Probably true. I mean, you look at what they had to do with their cap situation this year. I think for them, getting a bunch of cheap Pick. picks yeah. is advantageous. Yeah. And it's I a agree. spot where you could see somebody trying to get another first round pick um if they if there's somebody still on the board that they think is worth it like yeah yeah that's true i i mean that was like the big talk of this offseason once the saints got booted from the playoffs right is what the hell they're gonna do to their roster because they were miles over like just insane amount over the cap and like honestly i haven't really heard too much about like serious you know, guys getting cut and guys getting traded and stuff. I think thus far they're doing about as good of a job as they can with handling it. But at some point it'll catch up to them. And I think acquiring some middle picks and just getting a bunch of picks that will eventually get you real cheap players uh, is a good option if you're picking at 28 here in those yeah. in that late first round. So. It's becoming, to me, it's becoming increasingly valuable to trade down out of the first round. I mean, you're getting really talented young players. A lot of the times, 
of equal talent to the guys in the first round yeah. that can come in and play. And and there's something just uh, something special, even if it's you know a pick in the late twenties. There's something special about a first round pick that teams are willing to pay Absolutely. for. And and teams, the like these teams right here in the back of the first round here, really don't need. I mean, they they have holes to fill, but they're not in desperate need to fill these holes where they no. can easily just move back, get someone maybe not with the same ceiling, but just a, a solid player. And and they get even more out of it with picks or whatever the case may be. So, yep, these are yeah, these are the best teams in the NFL. Yeah. They can get if they and they're paying guys because they're that good. So if they can get younger and cheaper, and get picks on top of it, they should do it. Yep. All right, the team we've been talking about all night long. Oh man, it's a lot of pressure. It sure is. Can a lot of pressure, Trav. How, a lot of pressure, Trav. Can only imagine how Goody feels. Millions and millions of people will be judging you, and they'll be hating you and loving you, depending on this pick. Before you say your pick, Vin, was your hint at Asante Samuel someone that you wanted? I think that uh, he would be somebody that I would consider drafting, yeah. but not at 29. Okay. I would trade down to one of those teams we were talking about that thinks they need another one. Trade down early second, get him there. But I wouldn't blame the Packers if they did take him here. They have Kevin King back for a year. Yeah. You know, we do – I mean, having just the thought of, say, Kevin King leaves after this year, which hopefully he does because we have better <laughs> players. Yeah. But it does scare me a little bit, despite how good Jair is. If we have Jair and Asante Samuel, that puts our best two D-backs at 5'10 on one side, 5'10 on the other side. Yeah. And that could be problematic. Sure. That could be a little problematic. But Chandon Sullivan is 5'10, and he plays a lot in the slot for us. I mean, you could slide Asante in there. I mean, there are so many different ways to look at this that I don't think I could blame Goody or Trev in their direction. <laughs> I'm very excited to see draft night, what they do. I think there's a lot of, a lot of different ways they could go. And also it's the Packers. So who knows? I mean, we, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no I, mean, idea. I have no idea. Option, right? If you look uh, at recent history, we'll yeah. probably trade up. But if you look at the history of the Packers, we'll probably be sitting around waiting all night till pick 29, just to find out we won't be picking in the first round. Right? Correct. So That's, we don't really yes. know what they're going to yeah. do. I think that there's a better than 50% chance that we don't pick at 29, though. All right. I agree with that. I think we're either going to go up and get somebody that we really like, or we're going to move down because that tier of guys that we think are round one guys are gone. Yeah. And even we the, see value in the second. Right. Even I think the guys that Trev and I, as Trev and I look at the board right now, I think that at this point, our move would be to see what we can do to trade out of the pick. I agree. So, regard, I mean, regardless of who you pick here at 29, it's probably going to be like, oh, you know, eh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and in which case, if we do just sit and sit and sit and we watch the Saints pick and we're still at 29, I would be, if, if this is how the draft shakes out and these are the players that are gone and these are the players that are left, I would be hopeful that we trade back just a bit. Yep. Got it. Yep. I agree with that. But either way, we're not trading back. That's right. The Packers are on the clock and time is running out. So, I mean, the needs, you look at it, it's defensive line, corner, could use another wide receiver, 
offensive line, right? Right. I'm not going to go offensive line okay. because Great. Okay. I think there's a lot of offensive tackles that are good that are still left. I mean, yes. Sam Cosby's on the board. Leatherwood's on the board. Um, the guy from NDSU is still on the board. You could get the center from Whitewater who can play center or guard. True. I think there's a lot of linemen still left that would work for us. Um, do you think, Trevor, just that we can get in the second you, or even the third? Do you think, Trevor, say Tevin Jenkins falls to 29? I would – if Tevin would, Jenkins would is there – Would it be a different story? Yes. I think if Tevin Jenkins is there at 29, we take him. Again, because he does everything that the Packers want. He's a versatile lineman. He can play both tackles. And he's – Oklahoma State runs zone, which is what the Packers run. So he's a scheme fit. He's kind of a, like what the Packers like in alignment. He fits that versatility. If he was there, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's what we do. We do like we do like our swing offensive linemen, especially if you just look at Lucas Patrick, uh, Billy Turner, Elton Jenkins. I mean, those are all guys that can – between those three guys, you can cover all five positions on the offensive line. Exactly. So I think, again, if he was there, that would be the pick. Mm-hmm. But I picked him for the Raiders at 17. So, yeah. unfortunately, again. he's not there. Playing on what you guys said, if it falls out this way and everything stacks up like we have it, getting out of that pick. But all right, let's see it, Trev. Who are we going? So I don't think this is what the Packers are going to do. I really <laughs> yeah. don't. But here's the deal it's my pick. Yes, it is. And I love this player. And I told Kyle a couple days ago that he's the guy yeah. I want. Yeah. Elijah Moore. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Now let me explain. All right. The Packers offense is already – I mean, it was the best in the NFL last year. Okay. But the one thing that we're missing is the run after the catch, quick slot receiver. Elijah Moore is that guy. Elite athlete, okay, 4-3 guy, can return kicks, which is another thing that the Packers desperately need. Mm -hmm. He can run all of our jet sweep concepts, and he's the only guy on the team that can take a 10-yard in, 70 yards for a touchdown. Do you think Kadarius Toney has that ability? I do, but I like Elijah Moore more than Kadarius Toney. Okay, well, here's the thing, you know, I, oh, here's my initial reaction. So, when you said it, I started to shake. <laughs> but as I thought about it, I got really, really, really excited. And really, really, a smile came upon my face for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but here's the other thing that you, you could add to, the, to why you would you – would, take a wide receiver your Elijah Moore say where I would I prefer Kadarius Tony over Elijah Moore I, th- I see a lot of uh, both Samuels Curtis and Debo and Elijah Moore or not in Elijah Moore in Kadarius Tony and I really like the idea of having a guy who can work the slot catch a five-yard slant and then take it 70 yards like you said I think Kadarius Tony is that guy too but another thing you could add to why the Packers could consider crazy as it is 
like Trevor said, probably won't do it. I don't expect them to take a wide receiver at 29. We don't have a wide receiver under contract next year. Correct. Not one. Not, not one. That's and pretty BS. Unrestricted free agent. Unrestricted free agent. Name your receiver that plays for the green and gold, and he does not have money coming his way next year from the Green Bay Packers at this current moment. That's wild. So, and I think that we are going to get an extension with Devontae I was going to say, for the record, I think Devontae Adams out there and have him run your one post route. I mean, you need multiple receivers. Yeah. (laughs) We don't even know if the Packers know that you need more than one. I, I don't know, based on last I, year. Yeah, I was going to say. And I, I, they, I, uh, I, I don't know that I would. willing to settle. I think <laughs> that even if I was picking as the Packers for the Packers, with all the hate that would come my way for taking a Christian Barmore or trading down and taking a tackle in the second round, I still don't think that I would have the guts to pull the trigger on a late first round wide receiver unless I just love the guy. Yeah. And that's that is how I feel about Elijah Moore. Well, there All you right. go then. There you I go then. And I would I not it. be I, I can't say that I'd be disappointed if we took a uh, if we took a I find it hard to believe fans would be disappointed if they Oh no. They, no, fans hey. most, most fans think about the Packers and say, "Oh my god, they don't help Aaron Rodgers ever." They're right. They need a wide receiver. If yeah. they see that the Green Bay Packers took a wide receiver in the first round, they'd say, "Finally, you would hear minimal but, bitching." But also then, they would find a way to be upset. <laughs> they would find They would say they'd upset. be like, "It's but it was the wrong receiver." Yeah, you should have taken this guy that guy. But there'd be less Correct. anger than if you took Christian Barmore here. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, and and we, as we can sit here and say there's a bunch of tackles that we can get in the next round, well, there are a bunch of receivers we can get in the next round too. There's also that, which is why, again, I think personally, if the board falls this way, trade out of this pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get two second-round picks because then you can go, you know, tackle wide receiver, wide receiver tackle, corner tackle, and no one's going to really question it because it's a second-round pick. Right. Right. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. No, yes. I agree. I agree. Yep. That also, was exciting. That was exciting, Trevor. If that happens, I will be. Yeah, my, <laughs> heart, my heart is racing seeing Elijah Moore next to a Green Bay Packer logo. But <sighs> Vin, can I leave you with one more tidbit before we move on to the Bills? Please. Okay. I'd be. I would. I would. I would be blessed if you did. <laughs> Devonte Smith, right? Yeah. Heck of a heck of a football player. Yeah. Heisman, I hear. Yeah, pretty yeah. good, pretty good wide receiver. Thought it should have gone to Mac Jones, but uh, okay. Elijah Moore <laughs> different averaged averaged more yards per game than Devontae Smith did in twenty twenty. That is I'll just leave you with I that would. little nugget. Um, that's a good nugget. I uh, that <laughs> raises some questions. Were there injuries involved? Nope. What? Huh. No injury history. Huh. So he played a full thirteen games. And had more receiving yards, or I guess Devontae, I guess, had two extra two extra games, one extra game. Wow, that's a phenomenal stat, Trevor. Yeah, if Trevor, if that wasn't you telling me that stat, I probably wouldn't have believed it. I would have had to go look it up, but I, I believe you. That's I just that's I saw it on I saw it on Twitter today, wow. and I was like, there's wow. no way. But wow. I mean, that is yeah. I mean, I 
You, you know what, Trevor? You're making me fall in love with Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Dude, fuck. just watch this his film, the dude. draft balls. Hell, fuck. Trade fucking down and get him there. What are the, are the Bills? I mean, if I were the Bills, I would actually strongly consider Elijah Moore. Wow. Yes, I seriously would. I keep wow. hearing that the Bills don't need receivers. I, I okay, would say they don't need receivers. But, but and, they, and people say, well, you don't need Elijah Moore. You got Cole Beasley. And I know Cole Beasley had a phenomenal year, but. At the same time, I mean, how long is I mean, is he's Cole Beasley? How long has he been in the league? <laughs> you know. know, but either way, he's gone now, so that's not part of the conversation. But if Elijah Moore goes at twenty nine, I would be shocked, but I would not be disappointed. Yeah, that I like it. I do my general say, reaction. I do want to say one other thing. Okay, one, the only other player I was considering here is Ifeatu Melifanwu, cornerback at Syracuse. Yeah. Again, another guy I think you can trade down and get early to mid-second round, which I think you can do with Elijah Moore. I'd love Ife Atu. If you can't get Caleb Farley or Greg Newsom, that's the corner I want. So I do you just know, want to put that out there so that if he does end up with us, I'm happy with that pick as well. I, I, I would like to throw just one more little thing out there. I also, if we did have to trade down here, and this might not be an early second round pick, maybe instead then at early second round, we go Leatherwood, and then late in our second round pick, we go this guy. This guy, who is also a corner, I would not be disappointed in grabbing, would be um, Paulson Adebo from Stanford. So that was a good player. I would not be disappointed if we drafted him at any point in this draft either. But anyways, there's your Packers evaluation. A lot going on. The Packers are lucky. The Packers are lucky this year. Our positions of need are deep. Corner, offensive line, wide receiver. Like deep. There's options for us. There are good players. Yeah, there are good players throughout the draft at all three of those spots. Yep. All right. Uh going to Buffalo here. Um, I think I'm gonna keep it the same pick as I had last mock draft. I I had Barmore. I don't know if he falls this far, but I think if he does they take them. They're, I mean, they're pretty darn solid. They're so darn you solid. Look, you know? You know what, Kyle? This is why I considered Elijah Moore for the Bills. I okay. believe, I truthfully believe that the Bills are approaching Chiefs territory. Where it doesn't as much matter. It doesn't as much. You remember that game against the Colts they had in the playoffs? They didn't run the ball Yeah, for like 27 straight plays or something. Yeah. It, it's, it was ridiculous. Yeah, so much better. They could, the, the defense could know exactly what's coming. And they just can't stop it. It's approaching yeah. like that where it's just yeah, – I, I know. They're just solid everywhere. Defense is good. Offense is good. Even – you're right. Outside of digs, you know, I mean – And that's what I was thinking. Right? Like, that, that's how you're – that's how you won – 13 games yeah. or whatever this year. I yeah. mean, the Chiefs the Chiefs won the Super Bowl and then decided to make that offense even more overwhelming by going yeah. Clyde. And I don't think Clyde. the Bills are far off from that. And I just believe that maybe it's not at 30. Maybe it's a trade down and do mm-hmm. it. But I There's some guys these like talented that, receivers could actually help the team more than the one position they need most, which is interior defensive line. Yeah. Even though they have Ed Oliver. That's yeah. They have Ed Oliver. Oliver. They went Epinesa last year. I know he's not interior D line, but like yeah, they they have I, they have drafted 
yeah. high, high profile defensive lineman yeah. the past two years, you know, maybe you switch it up a bit and make that already explosive, dangerous offense with that dynamic quarterback and a couple dynamic pass catchers even more scary. So here's a question. Yeah. All right. If you want to make the offense more dynamic, Travis Etienne here. Travis Etienne is. You get a pass catching running back. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Singletary fan, and I'm also a Zach, like, I'm a Zach Moss, Zach Moss. fan too. I yeah. think Travis Etienne is a better player than both of those guys, oh, but I definitely. Yeah. I do under, running back in that back. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. But I like I like their running I, I don't like their pass catchers as much as everybody else seems to like them. I think Josh Allen made a lot of incredible throws to That's the Zay, thing. Zay Jones and yeah. Cole Beasley. I mean, I think he was they making some incredible plays. Year. If you can get a guy who's a little bit more like a Diggs, I think that that sure. is top two, top three in the NFL. So I they could use a tight end up there in Buffalo. They could use too. a tight end, but in which case, then I'm trading down. Then you wait. Yeah, I mean, you're not taking Pat Fryermuth here. It just no. doesn't yeah. make sense. I keep hearing, I keep hearing a lot of people on Twitter say that Hunter Long is the second best tight end now. He, hey, Hunter Long is a really good player. So you know, in which He's case, a, if Hunter Long is if Hunter Long is your number two tight end on the board, then you can trade way the hell down. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if that, I mean, if that's who, if that's the position they're targeting, sure. But yeah, I mean Hunter the, Long, you could probably even get in the third. Yeah, with the Elijah Moore thing, they could probably. But there's some other names like Kadarius Tony. I'm still a massive Rondell Moore fan. That you Rondell's could probably awesome. get um, later. You might have to trade up a little bit in the second round, but yeah, I I think there's a lot of ways they could. They I think if Barmore's there, they take him. But if he's not, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they went some slot fast receiver but i mean i'm just looking at some of the you know kind of the slot guys that are still out there i mean amari rogers is yep. like a late second target amon ross st brown like i don't think they have to go after that wide receiver unless they, if they don't want to yeah yeah yep all right hey at the end of this at the end of this i'm gonna yeah. ask you guys to name one player that didn't go in our top 32 that you expect or not expect, but a little bit of a flyer on a guy who you think will go top 32. That will. Okay. So maybe sure take, take, take the next seven minutes to think about it. Keep an eye on it. All right. But now we'll, we'll go to we 31. Gotta, the Ravens now have a group pick, pick after trading Orlando Brown. Yes. Another group pick for the Ravens. Huh. So Orlando Brown is traded to the Chiefs, and the Chiefs no longer have their first-round pick in this year's draft. It's now the Ravens' pick, and this was supposed to be Jason, so we'll do it together. Um, but we had him taking Terrence Marshall here, so now we can look elsewhere. You think they try and replace? I was just going to say, Orlando I think Brown. they maybe try to get another lineman to fill that gap. I think that they probably would here. Young, and cheaper. I think, that, I think that I would expect them here to probably take Leatherwood or trade out. I was just going to say, I think if they're taking a tackle here, it would be Leatherwood. Leatherwood. It has to be Leatherwood. I mm-hmm. mean, Walker Little, didn't he sit out? And he yeah. even had a questionable yep. year this year. Dylan yeah, he has injury he issues as well. Yeah, yeah. Dylan Raiden's, uh, you know, you can't you can't necessarily always trust those guys from the FD, FCS, you know? Come on. Mm-hmm. And Samuel Cosme, 
who apparently he has all the physical tools, but freak athlete doesn't really show it in terms of how he dominates pass rushers. So Alex Leatherwood is a basically a veteran tackle at this point. I mean, he's a multi-year starting left tackle at Alabama. Right, and he he chose to come back too for another year yes. of college. I was I was he excited is, about he, him last year. Right for the Dolphins, I wanted him at whatever mid second round pick we had because we took a tackle, and I was excited about him, and I was a little shocked to see that he went back. But so I feel like the floor for him is just it's high. Yeah, it's high. like it's you high. know what you're gonna get. You know you're gonna Where, get this is right. a real solid tackle. You just know it. Whereas Cosme, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of kind of same thing with Little. My only other question, though, was going to be, would you consider Eichenberg here? Maybe I, if that's I, who they he's, like he's kind of the, the most. Sim- he's kind of similar to Leatherwood in that way, mm-hmm. mostly because he went to Notre Dame. I know. I think he's, <laughs> I think, I think he's got those short arms. Liam Eichenberg's got some short arms. Yeah, 32 and 3 eighths inches, which apparently is pretty short to play left tackle. I guess. But, I, yeah, I think that the pick would be Alex Leatherwood. If Love none it. of you guys have anything to say about Liam. Love it. Okay. I like I actually like Liam Eikenberg as a second-round target for the Packers. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, I mean, Leatherwood, I can just picture him in a Ravens jersey. Oh, God, yeah. Like it just makes he'll, sense. He will, he will be a perfect mix between Michael Orr and Orlando Brown. Throw him in there. He's just he's that guy. Yeah, he's that guy. He is the he is the Raven, and so is Terrence Marshall. By the way, they both yeah. they both fit that. They both fit it. I think they're both good picks for the Ravens. <laughs> that's how it shakes out. Okay, Damn now fun. I'm gonna do. Look, it's a copycat league, baby. I'm not even gonna tell you why. I'm just gonna tell you what it is. At 32, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't care. If, I don't care how good. Uh, what's his nuts is? I think you could go pass rusher here. I think you could. I think they probably would. Okay. And now I'm I'm, I'm kind of talking myself into that, but I'm I'm going <laughs> to talk myself right out of it because I don't care. They're not going to pay uh, Ronald Jones. Why would you? Right. No uh, need yep. to. No. They're going to do it. They're going to draft Travis Etienne. It's a copycat league. You got a great team. You got a great team. All around. Take him. I know it's insane. It's not, though. It really isn't. Ronald Jones, like, him and Leonard are just, they get the job done for that team. But at some point, you're like, why not just go get this guy who's even cheaper? Even though these guys aren't getting paid that much, he'll be Etienne will be even cheaper. He'll be able to do exactly what these guys do, what Ronald Jones and Fournette do, and potentially he could do it better. He has a higher ceiling at this point, yeah, for sure, career, compared for sure. to other people. So, like, why not? I mean, where what other? They don't have holes. They have nowhere. That's the thing they, is they bring a... they bring everybody back, and yeah. I think he immediately upgrades a position for them. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I've I've heard it's not that heard, crazy. Like, yeah, I've heard like receiver because they're probably going to lose Godwin after this year, and I'm just like, I don't know. They got they got Tyler Johnson, your boy. I don't think that I don't think that that's that's where they go. So yeah, if they're going to go offense, and there's no offensive lineman that excites you at 32, then and they don't even need. I mean, they have they just drafted worse, 
and they just re-signed Donovan Smith at left tackle. So they don't need a tackle. Yeah, so, I know. Well, I, I, that's a pick. I I don't I have no clue. I think in my in our last mock draft, I I had them taking uh, Kyle Trask. Okay, I was actually just gonna say like, a quarterback here wouldn't be crazy. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be insane. I clearly. You're I mean, it would be a little however, bit because no quarterback is worth this pick at this. Mac point. Jones is available. It's not crazy. I think Kyle Trask is crazy. Yeah, here. I think if Trask is there and Kellen like, Mond. Yeah, we need, Quarterback trade. I think, back Kellen, I think Kellen Mond is crazy at thirty-two. Also, <laughs> I, well, yeah, I, I, I don't think people, people are starting to grow. Yeah, Kellen Mond is starting to grow on people, but I, I know he is. They, I don't understand why. I, no offense, to Kellen Mond, but he. <laughs> I don't think he. Yeah, he's not an NFL quarterback. No, no, that's kind of the best way to sum it up. It doesn't seem like he is an NFL no. quarterback, but you know, I'll put my words on that if he turns out to be a good player. But I, oh yeah, he, I mean, I just don't yeah. see it. I yeah, I don't know where he'll get a chance to prove it. I, I don't, and if he does, I don't. Pittsburgh. I mean, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's later, right? I can I can picture him landing. You know. I guess I you'd rather have Kellen Mond at this point than Dwayne Haskins. So, <laughs> probably, probably. At least he can do a little bit more. He's got a stronger arm and he can move if we're comparing the two. Yeah. All right. I'll go first. I'll go first with the final question of this, of today's podcast, which is one guy who didn't go in our top 32. Yeah. That you think could go in top 32. Yeah. And this is my guy. I have liked. I have liked North Carolina and coach Mac Brown and Sam Howell for a while. And they were good enough this year where two of their wide receivers and two of their running backs got some serious recognition. I think that this is one of the receivers that could sneak up and be a top five guy on some boards. He's not, Super fast, but he can get open to me. And I know whatever, you know, we can consider Rashad Bateman ran like in the four threes, right? So he's yep. a quick, he's yes, a, but he's I, a, I don't, dude, that's he doesn't, he doesn't play that like that. He, he doesn't, he's not a guy that's just gonna burn you down the sideline, he's just not. But also, I, I there, there's something a little fishy going on with no NFL combine and all these dude, guys. These times this year are crazy. There's, there's yeah. a little, there's something going on. But. No, people don't just no, no. You usually don't get ten receivers running in the fourth. No, league. you don't. That, yeah, yeah. So and that's it's not a visual... coincidence that we don't have an NFL combine where you got unbiased people. But so the the, the second most important thing any player can do, and we're going to look at the receiver position, is one stay on the field, two get open, and then maybe three after the catch. What can you do? And I think that the guy that's going to jump up boards on draft night. And I actually think that what's going to happen is three receivers are going to go. Then there's going to be quite a wait until yeah. the next goes, and then there's going to be a run. But if one of the receivers does jump a guy like Rashad Bateman or a Terrence Marshall or Elijah Moore, my pick is going to be De'Ami Brown. All right. Six I like, one, that. I like him pounds. for the Packers. He averaged, he averaged both of his seasons at North Carolina over 20 yards a catch. He would be the MVS replacement for the Packers. I think that he's a really good player, and he doesn't have the fastest speed. I think he ran in the low four fours, 
but we Which never is know crazy that we're talking about that is not fast. Four four is right. Blaze, yeah. four, four like that's ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that that's the guy that I would pick if somebody jumps up into the first round and people aren't expecting it. I think that uh-huh. that would be my person, my pick. All right. Time will tell. Um, I I think. I think he, it's not as much of as, as a flyer as yours, Vin. But I, based on what we have in the first round, a guy that we didn't pick in the first round, I think could go. I would probably go Asante Samuel Jr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's just yeah, just a dog, man. He just got it, you know. There's, yeah, he he seems that yeah, height maybe. Vinny, you talked about this before. Might concern some teams, but. <laughs> There's some X factor about him where I think teams will overlook and and go ahead and take him. Yeah, and I and my I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like so I I took Farley for the Browns at 26. I think if they go cornerback, I think it would be between those two guys, and I I wouldn't be shocked if they they just think it's too much of a risk with Farley's back, and and they go with Asante Samuel. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would yeah. Those I think that that those those types of cornerbacks are are in some ways kind of flyers. You know, you look sure you look at cornerbacks like like him, like Asante Samuel, and they they remind me of like I'm just thinking of shorter guys now. Like Tre'Davious White worked out mm-hmm. great, right? But um, who's the uh, speedster from USC that's now a giant left Tennessee? Adore Jackson. Adore, yeah. He didn't work out so great. He's fine. I mean, he's quick, so he can make some plays. But he's not—he's not, he's not a, like an X factor on your defense that people are scared of anymore. Yeah, you know, I think yep. that they, they can go either way. But I think that it, I think that he's he's talented enough to go first round. Yeah. Yep. All right, that leaves me, huh? Yes, it does. Um, I guess for me, the flyer would be. Kind of the same situation with Asante Samuel, where like he's a little undersized, but he's just he's got the juice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, I like it. It'd be Rondell oh, Moore. Rondell Moore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just okay. I have this hunch that there's gonna be a team that just can't help themselves. I I I'm with you. I I think he's gonna go to a team where it's like I we don't really need a receiver, but he I've lo- I've always loved him. I. He's just, he's, yeah, you're right. He's just got the juice, man. There's something about him. I like it. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, the Colts go Rondo more. Yeah. I mean, the Saints even. It yeah. wouldn't, like, just a team like that that's just – they are going to take him just because he's just what he is. Like, he's really good. I would – I personally – this wouldn't be first round pick, but I'm just kind of looking here in the second round. I would enjoy seeing him go to the Bengals. I would. That like would be spicy. Him, him pair up with Joey. That's kind of more boy. My, my reach on Rondell Moore. My kind of flyer thing on Rondell Moore would be that he's kind of that first receiver that starts the run on receivers. Sure. In which case, I can I see, see him going early second to yeah. the Bengals. I th- I think that's what we're gonna see, but also wouldn't be shocked to see one of these late picks in the first round snag them. Yeah, yeah, that could go either way. I'm just thinking, oh man, 
with all these guys, yeah. Deami Brown and Ronda Elmore, both of those guys, to be honest, I would be shocked to see him go in the first round with all these receivers that are uh, available to teams. But they're both talented kids, so who yep. knows? Nobody knows. All right. So well, I know. Okay, we were hold on. We were one, okay. one thing. We were talking about quarterbacks before, and one that I forgot. Davis Mills. Have you guys seen Trevor? Some, Trevor there Google. are some mocks that have him going to the Bears I, at twenty. It's it, who is making those? All right, they should legitimately be fired. Or at go least go look. Go look. There there are, are very very rarely, very very rarely quarterbacks that are worth a second round pick. They are either your franchise turnarounder or a flyer. A f- just a, f- a fluke, and in really. The second round, yeah. In the second round, you're looking for starters. Yes. Yeah. You are not looking for a flyer in the second round. You you're not third or Davis Mills, that is insane because he is going third or fourth round. I expect maybe one quarterback to go in the second round. Yeah. Maybe Dude, one. He is. I'm just, I just wanted to put that out there because I've seen him flying up boards now, and I don't really understand why. Yeah, I think yeah. it's because he's 6'5", and coming out of high school, he was, like, the top pro prospect. I guess. But and had like, a cannon, you know. We didn't see that in college we in any way, shape, or form. We did not see his cannon in college, and we didn't see it. We didn't necessarily see it in his performance either. Mm-hmm. No. I just, but he's he, – I mean, he's more accurate than Trevor Lawrence over the middle of the field, if we want to talk about that. Because I have watched – Doesn't matter. Lawrence a lot, and I have watched Davis Mills a lot on these amazing YouTube channels that these people dive into these quarterbacks. Don't do this. Watching all these plays. Don't do it. Don't – just don't. Yeah, where are you going with this, Ben? It doesn't matter. What? I, I'm, what I'm saying is I'd be shocked if more than one quarterback goes in the second round. Okay. And I don't think any will go. I, I don't think any will go. I don't think any will go. Will go. I do not like unless there are just a crap ton of high quality receiver or quarterbacks. I hate it when quarterbacks go the second round. They just can't. hate it. it. It just doesn't happen. Even I, in the third round, it's like, no. what, are you, what are you really trying it, to do here? Yeah, yeah. The positional value just like it just is it's not never fun. there. No, it never crashes. Did. It crashes after the top fifteen picks. Yeah, that's why I always question like, well. I mean, I don't want to say this because Do the team it. I like just say it. You can say it, Vinny. <laughs> I always question. I always question the the, um, the Paxton Lynch picks, the Manziel picks, <laughs> the Tebow picks. I'm like, okay, you're not getting. You're not really getting, unless for because it never has worked out that way. Really, it doesn't often work out that that's the guy that turns it around. For you. Okay, right, and people will turn to Lamar Jackson with that last pick in the first round. Totally However, different situation. It's a different situation. And then also, I'm not convinced he, like, is turning it. Or, like, yeah, I was he had this say, MVP is season. Lamar really – are we sure? Yeah. But it was so – what no. he did was so different that people weren't really ready for it, and now they're kind of ready for it, and we kind of saw what he's he, capable He really of. struggles to throw the football. It, he Lamar. just – it's tough. It's tough for him, but – if that's what you're going to turn to, then Vinny, your point is still spot on because it just, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. And then once in a while, those flyers in the third, fourth, fifth round on quarterbacks sometimes are worth it. Yeah. Russell right. Wilson, Kirk Cousins. I'm not even going to say Tom Brady because that no. doesn't make any sense. But those are guys, <laughs> you, you know, Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins. I mean, those, you'd be happy if you got one of those guys in the third or fourth round. Yep. 
So it's worth it back there if that's a positional need for you. Like, I think that if Kellen Bond is available in the third round and the Steelers are picking, I think that they should absolutely do it. Yeah. But to make it any higher than that would just not make sense. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, teams that are in the back half of the first round more often than not are not looking for a quarterback. Unless there's someone that traded in to the first round, they're typically not looking for a quarterback. So Right, 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 right. Yeah, but all right, Vin Dog, send us off here. All right, guys, thanks for listening to that. That was seventeen to thirty-two with a, a heavy dose of Packers <laughs> and uh, a lot of quarterback talk. It's going to be very interesting to see how our our thirty-two picks matches up with the real thirty-two picks that will be going down in about forty-eight hours from now. Yeah, just about forty-six we'll be, hours 40, from now. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. I hope you enjoyed. If you missed the first 16, you know where to go. Just scroll down a touch. Uh, this was Happy Hour Sports with, I guess, Trevor Fulton and the usual Nick Vinopal and Kyle Lobato. Trevor, thank you. Thanks Trevor, for joining us. Thanks for hey. joining us and having this conversation. Thanks for having me. I'd love it's to always, come back. It's always so much fun for us to get into this stuff, you know? It, it's just a ball. I was it's listening to uh, Colin Coward today. Yeah, <laughs> and, he was like, and he was like the, and he was right about this one. He's like the NFL draft has like become an entire sport. It's just it like has. that. Exciting, it really has, you know. It has. It has. I mean, the you talk about it every ends, day of the week. Mock drafts are just a massive deal now. I love it. It's great. It's great. It's great for everybody. It's great for mm-hmm. NFL fans. Great. For, I I couldn't be happier about it. Yep. I'm you excited. guys gonna do a post draft show? We will do a post draft show, Trevor. You should join us. Oh, I, I, I mean, to. I'm gonna have, I'm going to have reactions. Absolutely. That's what I mean. I want to hear what you have to say. Absolutely. Okay. Well, then we'll be back here, some point soon, soon after the first two rounds of the draft, first two three rounds of the draft, with our opinions. I think, I think this year more than any, with how big these drafts have gotten and how much people care, I think we'll even be able to have some spicy reactions to second round picks. Probably. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think we'll get into we'll get into our reactions after the draft quickly thereafter. I'd be excited if you would join us again. <laughs> hey, I'd be happy to come back. Great. All right, that's all we have for you today. Enjoy the rest of your evening. This was Happy Hour Sports.